Welcome back, everyone, to the Gravidal podcast. This week, we're doing an internal episode, something that I've wanted to do for a while now, and that's just to bring some of what's going on with Gravidal to all of you, the wonderful listeners. Um, on this episode this week, I'm pleased to be joined by Adam. He is head of product here at Gravidal, and then also Elo, and he is the founder of Gravidal. Gents, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, no worries. Before we hop into it real quick, if you don't mind, both of you, just going into your background a bit, what you do at Gravidow, maybe a little bit about your crypto journey as well, but you know, just give give, give listeners a bit of, a, of context as to who you are. We'll start with Adam. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I'm the head product owner at Gravidow, so uh, I have responsibility for the products that we deliver and the style in which we try and deliver them as well, so being a small team, we have to do lots of different jobs and that involves building up the processes and how we want to go about designing as well. Uh, and I come from a background of uh, business to business product design and before that lots of IT support roles and the usual route in. Uh, I've been in crypto for a couple of years. Uh, I thought, yeah, it's an interesting space to try and solve some problems and make some products. Yeah, my name is Elo. I am the founder of Gravidao and like the spiritual fodder. Um, I I don't have a technical background whatsoever. I'm actually trained as a jazz musician, Um, but I found my way into Web3 because of what it can enable um, for global communities. Um, And and that's that's how we founded GraphiDAO back in the day uh, in 2021 as an effort to build tools for for communities uh, who wanted to use Web3 uh, environment. Um, and so my job really is to steer the, the overarching vision um, of the project um, and to work on governance frameworks, research into that, um, and how we can essentially give, give those communities what they need. Um, and I'm also sort of the liaison, if you will. So I'm like the, the, the public face um, most of the times. Uh, talking to projects, sort of understanding their needs, um, and and capturing that into what we build. Absolutely, and um, yeah, just looking at that, you know, you've seen your journey as you mentioned. You're the, the spiritual grandfather of, of Gravidao. I don't know. You're calling yourself a grandfather, you know? I don't know if you want. To, you're aging yourself there. Is I'm like I don't know. <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> But um, no, thank you both of you for sharing your journeys there. And um, so getting into a bit more of the theme today and and what we're going to be speaking about and what I'm incredibly excited about. There's a clip online actually of me ranting about 15 minutes about it is Lunar HQ. Um, and that rant is from last week. It's on uh, Terra Spaces. Shout out to that. We're basically, we're building this next new generation product for um, taking what we have on the Discord experience side and putting it into a web UI. Um, and there's a lot more uh, features and abilities that will come with this uh, offering. Uh, and it's it's just really exciting f- to see this come to fruition finally um, and to finally push it out to all of you. Uh, so before we get into the details of Lunar HQ, do you mind just going into some of the inspiration behind the product? Um, you know, why go a step further from just Lunar Assistant? It maybe gave it a quick evolution as well of Gravidow products. Gotcha. The inspiration really came from the community feedback. Um, actually, everything that we've built so far came from community feedback, uh, like Lunar Assistant, um, which came from a, from a request. Um, some projects back on Terra. 
and we had a lot of project we well, we had around 200 projects using it around 17,000 people using it and naturally people come in with requests like little feature requests um, and really Lunar HQ is taking that into consideration and then giving it a proper platform that is easy to work with uh, so that you don't need to mess with discord command lines uh, and it becomes just visually pleasing to, to do it becomes a, a lovable product something yeah and as with discord you know we always see the typical complaints of it's too chaotic or it's too hectic or it's too complicated um, and i think the, the big thing that i think we're seeing with lunar assistant now growing into that is we're moving out of that Lunar Assistant bot, so you, you, you can get out of that ecosystem for commanding and, and managing your communities. Um, but it's also just bringing this whole new dynamic, I think, of having this platform separate from the community itself, but it's it's effectively just a management module, and it's far more advanced and, and creative, and um, you, know, you can get out of the scope of the limitations of just having that simple bot on uh, Discord. Um, and, you know, we've been teasing it long enough now, so we, we might as well get into what it actually is. So, um, Adam, if you don't mind just giving an overview of what is Lunar HQ and then just give a rundown of the features and the design and, and thought process behind uh, some of the interface. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Lunar HQ really is a, a, we want it to be a platform to help communities to thrive. Uh, and you know, communities need all sorts of tools to help them to, to form, to grow, to monitor themselves, to engage their users, to entertain their users and educate them. So yeah, we're trying to build that platform up. So at the moment, um, you know, that, that platform is uh, the link between a user's crypto wallet and their Discord profile. And there is also the indexer, which uh, monitors the blockchain uh, for the supported networks we're on. And sees what's going on, sees as things are moved around, as, ch as changes happen. And having those two components together then allows us to start building services on top of that. So the one that people who use Lunar Assistant are familiar with is uh, the creation of roles on the Discord server. So you assign a role based upon the holding of a certain token. As long as the user has that token in their wallet that's linked, they have the role. If they sell the token or give it away in some other way, then they lose the role. If they get the token back, they get their role back. It's very simple. It makes use management very, very simple. Uh, and then on top of that, then we want to kind of add in other features. So for example, things like announcement aggregation and off-chain voting, which we're working on at the moment, uh, and a huge roadmap of new capabilities that we're coming up with. That we'll, I'm sure we'll get to talk about in a bit. Um, and design-wise, it's, it's about building an experience which is familiar, which is safe, which you can trust. Um, and in a way, making sure we don't dictate to communities how they run their community, because you know, communities run in lots of different ways, uh, different objectives. So it's really providing a suite of tools for those community owners and for those community members so that they can all get the most out of the communities that they're part of, wherever they may be. Yes, well said. And that, that's what I love about the Gravidao ethos is that it's not we're telling communities how to run their community. I mean, that's... That's kind of ridiculous in a way. It's it's the fact that we're giving them the tools and the infrastructure and the ability to go ahead and say, hey, we're going to give you all these options. Figure out a way in which you want to then put them together, put these pieces together and ship it into your own unique format that actually suits the, the specific needs that you do. Because 
who we don't know what you need we're not you um and yep. so they they're able to, to then go ahead and build off of that and i want to ask you a bit a follow up there about the the safety aspect i just want to reiterate this you know uh, in what ways is it very familiar? What ways should people be able to trust it? Um, you know, walk me through that flow there. Why is it secure? All of that good stuff. Yeah, so you know, it, it it's built upon um, certainly for the users of the uh, platform. Yeah, it's built upon the standard crypto signing that you would do using any other service. It's based on the Discord authentication, which you would do for plenty of other services as well. We don't have any access to send any crypto around on your behalf or do anything like that. Literally, we are just looking, verifying the association between these two services and then using that. Uh, so it, it, it's the information is held. We don't share it with anybody. It doesn't go out to anywhere. It literally just services uh, the understanding of the link between the assets mm-hmm. and your, your Discord profile. Um, and that's something that's really important to us, that this is a, a service that you can, uh, certainly for community uh, owners that they can feel confident putting this onto their server knowing what they're going to be asking their users to do so that then the users can feel safe and happy and just onboard quickly and easily i mean it, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a 20 second job to onboard so it's, yeah it's, yeah, it's super really as someone mm-hmm, as someone who's done it, it it is very straightforward and very sleek and just yeah yeah it's and very familiar yeah, and you know what you said as well about you know communities different types of communities you know we, you know, we are running this ourselves as a as a DAO, we're a very you know different type of community, uh, and I think you know. So we're we're facing our own challenges of how to run this kind of community. I mean, you know, setting up our own internal Discord account, and you know, I'm there manually assigning roles to everybody. I think this would be a lot easier if I had some kind of token gated software to assign roles. We have to get some internal NFTs for ourselves. But yeah, so so we're we're experiencing these community challenges ourselves, and we're trying to gather feedback from all the people who are part of our community of what their challenges are so that we can build the software solutions for them. 100%. You're spot on with all of that. And it's good to see these solutions being built because as community management, it's really, I mean, we saw in the past bull cycle of how necessary it becomes because in the, the mayhem of a bull market or of some sort of people just rushing into something when there's madness and craziness, if you're a community manager and you're clicking each and every one to, to get into the right role or they're sending you pictures of the NFT, it's a disaster. Um, and then I just want to reiterate to people as well, mentioning the security aspect of this, what it's doing with your wallet. Think of it like uh, somebody scanning a list, or like a grocery list, basically. And they're saying, oh, you got the, the oranges, the bananas, the milk, whatever. Um, it's just viewing your actual wallet. It's not actually going in there, making a transaction or anything of that nature. It's just saying, you know, check mark, check mark, X mark, trying to see what you have uh, in there to match them the assets that we have on our, on the, on, on the, what's indexed on the uh, server side. Um, so I think I think it's good just in the era of crypto hacks and uh, security breaches to always reiterate and really hone down that point that you know this is secure. We aren't like collecting the data or or whatever. Or, or it's just the fact that we are just looking at the NFT collection. We're then looking at your wallet and seeing if the two things match up. Um, yep. Moving moving into some of the things going on with Lunar HQ. So moving into what it's used for. Maybe a use case example. Uh, Elo, if you don't mind, just just giving an example of how one of the main features might be utilized, and we can say you know something like the the modular rule creation. Um, do you mind just giving an overview of of what that might look for a community, and why would they utilize this? Yeah, for sure. So, with the growth of Web three communities, we're seeing more projects um, have more than one token. 
Um, they might have two or three NFT collections. Uh, they might have plans or have already launched uh, a regular token as well. <clears throat> In addition to that, there's been a, a slow shift to cross-chain collections or cross-chain communities. So some of these, they, they have an NFT collection on one chain and then a second NFT collection on a different chain, right? And right now there isn't any service that can create permissioned roles across these um, tokens and across these chains. Um, so really that is what Lunar HQ is doing um, with EVM chains and IBC chains. And so an example might be a project that um, launched on Polygon. They have a collection there. Um, then they get into the Stargaze zone and um, they launch like a, a side collection on Stargaze. Um, and then maybe they, they, they're back on Polygon and they launch a token on Polygon, right? Um, so in this way, the community manager could create sort of like achievement roles um, for those people. So if they have, they can use Boolean logic to set up pretty complex rules. For example, if they have the OG collection, they get the OG role. If they have both the OG collection and the token, they get another role. If they have all three, they get another role. Um, that's sort of the basic concept. Um, it can be expanded from that. Say that this community does not like another collection. They really, they, they have a feud with some other collection. They could say, well, if you own that collection, you're not getting in <laughs> um, using not rules. So it's quite, it, it's very flexible. It's very flexible. You can do a lot of things with it and you can do it cross chain and cross collection. Yeah, it, it's incredibly cool being able to see what what kind of new features and expansions you can build off of what we were doing with Lunar Assistant. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, if you hold the three, maybe you get some superpower uh, role there in the server or just just really the, the, the possibilities are endless. And um, yeah, it'd be pretty funny. Or they should do like a meme role if you have, have an NFT collection they don't like and it's like <laughs> exiled or something. I don't know <laughs> what they do to you, yeah. but... Um, it could be it could be pretty funny in terms of that. Um, yeah, so we talk about um, we talk about what we can do with roles. I also think another important aspect to talk about is just the news aggregation because I think that's one of the main headaches I think a lot of people have with Discord. Right, is just the fact that some people have trouble looking at the topic and continuing to follow that topic, at least in the Discord side of things. Maybe if they go on, on Twitter or it's more of a Twitter trending topic, then that'll have its lifestyle and go from there. But can you just speak quickly about what announcement aggregation means, why this might be useful to not only community managers, but also users, and just give an overview of that feature. Yeah, so the the announcement aggregation basically gives you the ability to, to pick a channel to go and watch, and the announcements from it will come into a feed where you can keep track of it. You know, So it, it's a very kind of um, simple concept. Uh, you know, it, it serves two purposes. One is for... Uh, the people absorbing the content so for them to bring together uh, the content from the communities that they are members of into one place so it's easy to keep track of it and you know favorite it all that sort of good stuff uh, for community managers it's also uh, a, another broadcast route so they can make sure that even when their users are you know engaged elsewhere they might be working on something else they might not be on discord all the time you send out an announcement and people can still pick that up and get it into a, a digest of everything that's important to them. 
So, yeah, I think we're all aware of the everyone spam that you tend to get on Discord an awful lot. Uh, it's, just, it's another tool to help people just manage their communities or to be good participants in the community. And it's this kind of thing we're looking at. The kind of you know, quality of life features that make people's lives better that we want to add to the platform. Yeah, and I think a, a, a cool aspect of it as well is you have everything down from filter to keyword search. So say I wanted to only look up NFTs, it'll give me the, the list of every mention of NFTs and whatever announcements there are for that server that respectfully I'm looking for or even really niche topics. Maybe there's a proposal going on in their community and something that they really want to speak about and you want to look at you know the history of announcements regarding this proposal or whatever. Um, I think it's really neat just being able to have that search function and it's the filtering aspects as well. Uh, I, it adds that layer of just organization that at times people feel that Discord is, is missing in some aspects. So um, yeah, it, it's it's really just, it's really quite neat and, and innovative. And, and once again, you're having that Discord experience, but moving it outside into its own web UI. Um, I want to start moving ahead here and then talking about community managers. Uh, and looking at it from the viewpoint of a community manager. So say I am a community manager and I want to add Lunar Assistant, Lunar HQ, and get the whole GravityDAO product suite into my server. Can you walk me through some of that? How easy is it going to be? What's catered towards community managers? And basically, you know, what's the, the crux here of how efficient will it be for me to use Lunar HQ as a community manager to uh, run my community? Yeah, so uh, onboarding your community is really easy. Um, so the first task is to install the Lunar Assistant bot on your server. Uh, then you make sure that you are an admin on the server. You set up yourself with the uh, crypto wallet linked to the Discord account, as we talked about earlier. That's a really simple three or four click onboarding process. And then you create your first rule. So you look for your uh, smart contract address for your NFT series that you want to use for the token-based services create the rule on that link it to a role on your discord server we'll index it and then the service is working uh, it's really really simple to get up and running and then as we build in more capabilities on top we're going to build on that same base so really everything we add in and i'm really keen that it is as simple and as easy to administer as possible because there's an awful lot of work in being a community manager a server administrator so the easier we can make it, the clearer and simpler, the less risky we can make it, the better. There is a lot of work that goes into it. And it's, once again, it's, it's not organized. Um, you have to find the solutions to make it more organized for you. And we're really hoping with Lunar HQ, we can bring that organization to you and, and um, yeah, make, make what it can be a hectic experience into a straightforward and simple and fun. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, we're supposed to be having fun, right? It is crypto. Uh, crypto is a lot of fun. And so when things are going up, especially, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's good to see that there's going to be solutions out there in infrastructure ready to go when you need it the most. Um, and I look forward to seeing how the unique ways and creative ways in which community managers will have access once they get their hands on Lunar HQ. Um, going into our final questions here. Uh, I want to look ahead at what is next for Lunar HQ and also what is just next for gravity in general coming up. So, we have the launch in, well, the launch will be the week of this is published. So um, it'll be a few weeks from when this is being recorded. I won't, I won't mention any dates there so I don't get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have a time machine to go back and have to re-record this. But uh, so looking ahead right now, though, what is, what is on the Lunar HQ roadmap? What can people expect going forward from the service? Uh, and then what can also people start to expect going forward from GravityDAO? Because we've been speaking about this for so long now that, you know, we are, we are now moving to a new stage after this. 
so in terms of uh, Lunar HQ specifically, um, we are we're launching it in a good stage, but there's there's uh, functionalities that we want to add um, down the road that we haven't been able to to add in in the time that we had to develop this. Um, for example, adding multiple wallets um, across different chains. Uh, right now, you can add for each chain, you can add a wallet. Uh, we want to expand that. Mm. And then building out the uh, the off-chain voting um, is one of the things that we want to do as well. <clears throat> um, and we have a bucket load of, uh, of things that, that we want to do. <clears throat> and they will be coming in the next year together with expansions to new, to new chains. So right now we're live on Terra and Polygon. Um, upcoming is Stargaze. Um, and then probably not too long after um, we're coming to Juno. Uh, Gravidao as a whole, um, we're currently working on designing the, the governance framework for a new Cosmos chain. Um, this Cosmos chain should be going public in Q1, uh, so it's it's under wraps right now. Um, but that is that is very exciting because mm -hmm. governance solutions was one of the first things that I was working on when uh, when we founded Gravidao, and I'm I'm really honored that. Um, Gravidao has the opportunity uh, to build out uh, such a a big system uh, for a new chain, and logically with that, um, we're going to be working more closely on on governance tooling as well, uh, especially on Cosmos. There's a lot of room to grow. There's not a lot of tooling in general. Um, you know, just something that Ethereum users are used to, such as Snapshot, does not really exist on Cosmos. And that's just taking one example. Uh, so there's a lot of room to grow, and um, we're going to be fundraising next year as well uh, to try and create as much value as we can for the Cosmos ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, exciting times indeed, and, and people definitely will have to keep in the loop about um, updates regarding the Lunar HQ uh, development, some of the features we'll be rolling out that aren't quite ready yet on launch day, but are will be coming you know, hopefully in the, in the very near future. And um, once again, just more options and more infrastructure for different projects. And then, of course... We're all very excited about the uh, the grand vision of GravityDAO and and building that infrastructure for um, Cosmos as a whole and and seeing what we can do. Yeah, here. and I think it's uh, I think it's worth pointing out as well that you know some of the some of the work that's gone into Luna HQ now has already come from conversations with the community, those people that are engaging with us, and it's something that's really important to us is that you know we don't just build the tool that we want to build, we're building the tool that communities need mm -hmm. for themselves. So, you know, the, the more engagement we get from the communities, the more conversations we have, the better tool set we're going to build for everybody. So, you know, don't be shy on the Discord. Come and tell us what you need. Yeah, come and tell us. What, yeah, exactly. We, we are totally always open to feedback and, and um, ideas. So if people have something and they... Come, yeah. come shout at Adam. Our, our internal ideas board is absolutely insane. So, you know, <laughs> please come and replace some of our mad internal ideas with actually more useful, practical <laughs> ideas that people really need. Well, the, 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 the ideas fun board is fun. And it's, it's a fun place, okay? It's a little hectic, but <laughs> we're doing our best, okay? <laughs> Maybe yeah, the next million-dollar idea could be on there, like uh, the crypto family. 
I don't know. That, that is one of the least insane ones that are on there. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the least insane ones on there, which I, I still love it to this day. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget when I heard that one. Yeah, no, but please, like, if you people have feedback, and also, if you have support for our chain or you want to see us on the chain that your project's on, you know, I've recently spoken to some projects on Kadena recently who said, hey, we really need something like this on Kadena. Um, please, like, reach out to us, let us know. Um, you know, it takes, yes, it, we can help bring over infrastructure, but you know, it's, it's going to take resources. We're going to have to probably go through some sort of governance process. Um, and we're going to need to, you know, learn more about the community through those as well. So please, if you're in these communities and you're interested, reach out, uh, get involved with us because we're always happy and open to these co- types of conversations. We're, gonna, we're, we're wrapping up here. We're moving into the, the final stage of the interview. Um, Elo, thank you for sharing some of the uh, some of the roadmap there. And then Adam as well, Like, thank you for also making note. Like, We are accountable to the community. We want to get involved with as many communities as possible. And we're really excited to see what we can help bring to uh, your respective network or, or help your project out in, in whatever way. Um, before we wrap up every interview, though, I do want to—I do always ask a fun fact. I'm ready for a fun fact. Um, and this fun fact this week will be GravityDAO specific. This is a GravityDAO internal interview slash episode, uh, and so I'm going to ask this question to both of you as well. So you've got, you got to have an answer for it. And we can start with—well, um, I guess whoever has it come to their mind first. But what is your favorite moment or highlight of working with GravityDAO? Socks. It's all about the socks. <laughs> you got to explain the socks, Adam. <laughs> Going for the socks. We uh we we ordered socks for a, a marketing event before Terra crashed, uh, which then meant we couldn't do the event. So now we have an awful lot of socks. So I have ten pairs of Gravidel socks, which are very <laughs> nice socks. They're very warm and cozy. Uh, Elo has far more Gravidel socks. So uh, if you want socks, send a self-addressed envelope to Elo, <laughs> and he will send you socks. <laughs> yeah, we're actually we're sending out some socks um, also through the Gravicats events. Uh, people can win socks, uh, which is very useful in the winter that's coming. Um, Crypto winter needs socks. <laughs> one of my favorite moments was um, actually not too long ago. Now, we're a distributed team. Um, most of us are in a country where no one else is from our team. So we've got people in the States, um, Southern Americas, Canada, um, Eastern Europe, Central Europe, Western Europe. Uh, Middle East. I mean, it's it's all over the place. So we ne- we never actually saw someone face to face until recently because I met Adam, <laughs> and it was uh it, it was it was actually good. It was uh, fun. We had some um, some local food, uh, and I saw I saw Adam's face <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah, Elo is taller than he looks on the screen. It's remarkable. He's actually more than three inches tall. It's amazing. Never knew that. But I think yeah, that 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 team aspect is it, yeah, and that team aspect I think is you know, to be slightly serious for a second, that that's the thing that I love about working with this group is, you know, uh, you know we have regular meetings and they're fun and everyone's engaged and you know we're all on this project, but also we're all pragmatic. We help each other out. It, yeah, it's it's a good place to work. And yeah, compared to the world I used to be in, which is very stuffy and corporate and boring, yeah. This is a fun project. I'm really, you know, enjoying working here. So, yeah, long may it continue. Great to hear, and, and thank thank you to both for for sharing your experiences with that. And it's funny how we are all we are literally all distributed around the world. I think we 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 should get every continent. One day, maybe we'll have it <laughs> where we have someone. <laughs> uh, which is really cool, though. It's cool to see that you know we're we're in states, North America, South America. We need, uh, we need Australia. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we need to vote for who we send to Antarctica. <laughs> They'll live in like a an ice igloo. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be lots of fun, right? Yeah, that'll do. We'll send them off for research purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap up, I do want to get into the socials and where people can go to learn more. So just quickly. Um, so we'll start with Twitter. We have a Lunar HQ dedicated Twitter for any questions or whatever. Just go DM it. Um, we'll be open to an- happy to answer and help there. Same goes with our Discord for GravityDAO. So this is our general GravityDAO Discord. If you're having problems onboarding, need to learn more, ask questions, uh, head over there and um, just jump in and, and feel free to ping someone. Uh, as well as we do have a Lunar HQ website. Um, so when that is live, uh, it'll it'll be one of the ways you can integrate Lunar HQ to your website. So uh, sorry, your, your community slash server. So you'll have to go there to um, get installed and we'll have documentation and everything ready to go to walk you through that. Um, Elo, what, what's the, ex- I want to make sure I get the exact link. So what, what is the domain again for that website? Lunar-HQ.io. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's lunar lunar hyphen lunar hyphen yeah. So the lunar dash HQ and this this will be in the show notes as well for anyone listening or watching. Uh, and then lastly, we will also have a wait list for this. So I, I bet you we'll be wrapping up the wait list by the time this this interview comes out. But um, you know, it, it it is still useful if if you want to stay in touch with stuff we're doing with the with with lunar HQ in the future and get early access and early insights onto features and other things with Gravity Dial. That's that's a good place to get signed up and learn more. Um, yeah, and then just just touching up finally, like we're going to be having a launch party the week that this episode comes out. We're going to be doing giveaways all throughout the week. It's going to be Lunar HQ week with Gravity Dial. There, uh, my goal is to have literally just everything dedicated towards it, and I'm incredibly excited for it. So, uh, hop in there potentially win some free stuff and um it's gonna be great so wrapping up here elo and adam thank you so much for your time today no worries cheers rick thank you everyone